Hello everyone and welcome to Fast Fact Friday. For those of you that don't know, Fast Fact Friday is a series that I came out with, released, and presented to you to break my long-form content into something much more digestible for you, the listener, so that you don't have to sit around and listen to me ramble for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, or even an hour. You can just grab the little nuggets of information and go on with the rest of your day. Hopefully it is productive, of course. Let's get right into it. Today we are talking about money. Not exactly money on how to accumulate it because I am still 17 and as much as I know I still have no credibility in that department but I'm going to talk about the accumulation of money and what type of happiness or lack of it actually brings us. You see a lot of us want what we don't have. We want that beautiful girlfriend. We want that awesome partner. We want some awesome job, some great car that drives, some jet ski, some toy or tool that will help us feel happier, more filled up, more fulfilled, and more in abundance of something. And money is essentially one of those things. We all want money because it takes away the stress of, you know, having to worry about where you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, where you're going to live, what school you're going to, if you have a lot of it. But sometimes we get a little bit too wrapped up in that idea of money and, you know, wanting to have the abundance of money that we kind of slip away from what happiness really is. As we do know, happiness is something that you define it as. I can't give you the definition of happiness because it is, you know, objective to whoever looks at it. And there is constantly different definitions of it. And a lot of people actually have the assumption that, you know, money does bring happiness because you are in lack of it right now and you are searching for it. And the one day that you end up getting it, you're going to, you know, one day just feel happy. It's just going to be better that day that you have all the money in the world to, you know, travel, to have the toys, to do whatever types of vacations or live wherever you would like. But what we don't realize is that, you know, we live in complacency. What do I mean by this? I mean, when we have something, we can either be grateful for it or we can be ungrateful for it and we can take it for granted. And those are two important distinctions, and money will not bring us happiness, okay? And the lack of money does not bring us sadness. I know a lot of people that lack money that are incredibly, incredibly happy, and I know a lot of people that have a lot of money that are incredibly, incredibly sad and depressed, but I also know a lot of people with a lot of money that are incredibly happy and humble, and I also know a lot of people that have no money and are incredibly, incredibly sad and depressed. So honestly, the money doesn't really change the state of mind or happiness that you bring to yourself. The only thing that can change the happiness that you have is you. You know, it's the way that you think about happiness. Is happiness a destination or is happiness a journey? Are you experiencing happiness one day or is it every day that you are experiencing happiness? You're growing into a happy person. You are becoming a happy person. And on that journey, you are enjoying, you know, the little things, the little wins that will ultimately bring you to some type of goal that isn't the end, but it is the beginning of something new, a new chapter of your life. Life is in like a book. You know, you have different chapters, you have different pages, you have different sentences, words, and all of those different things that conglomerate into your book. And at the end of the day, that book may end tomorrow, it may end today, it may end five weeks from now or five years from now, maybe 50 years if you're lucky. I'm just kidding. I'm hoping that you all live to be 150. Um, maybe that's a little bit too old. But back to the question of money and the topic of money. Because money does serve us the purpose of removing the stress of you know having to be financially responsible if we have a great abundance of it. And it does allow us to live a life of luxury. But let me give you a scenario real quick. 
Let's imagine that you just won the lottery. Actually, no, we're not going to imagine that. We're going to actually create that. So Billy Joe over here just inherited $100 million. Well, actually, that wasn't enough. So he actually got $700 million. Oh, no, $2 billion. That is another question. Um, how much is enough? But for our scenario and our sake, we're just going to assume that he has enough money to last him, his family, his grandchildren, and all of their you know inheritance and line of relatives forever. So... He has all this money. Now, what does he do with it? He starts buying things, traveling, and starts to experiencing life of luxury. You know, he doesn't have to work. He quits his job. That's awesome. So now he buys an amazing mansion. He buys an amazing car for him and his wife and his kids. And now all of a sudden, Billy Joe feels on top of the world. He goes on vacation after vacation after vacation. He's going to the Cayman Islands, the Bahamas. He's going to Mexico. He's going to Chile. He's going to Greenland, Iceland. He's going to France. He's going everywhere. And now he comes back and he's bored of the car that he's been driving so he buys another car oh wait actually i need a car to get to work well i'm not working but i'm gonna need another car so we give him as many cars and he get gets his wife as many cars and you know their house is insanely beautiful and all of a sudden you know every single time he gets something new it raises the bar of how happy how happy he has to be you know, it's like taking drugs. I don't encourage any of you to take drugs, but for those of you that have and understand what I'm talking about, or for those of you that understand drugs, you know, you get to a tolerance level and all of a sudden you can't get that same like effect or feeling. So you need more drugs. And, you know, it's a spiral that goes negatively downwards. Same thing with money. We have a level of happiness, some type of, you know, destination where when you get there, you feel this hit of dopamine or whatever makes you feel happy. And all of a sudden, you need that bar to be raised because next time you're not going to get that same exact hit. Now, all of a sudden, if you buy a new Lamborghini, are you going to be happy? Billy Joe has all the money in the world. He could buy a hundred of them. And, you know, he still isn't going to be as happy as the first day that he actually got his first Lamborghini or his first house. So now we understand that he lives in this world where money is no problem. But then what are the problems? The problems that associate, you know, he now has to worry about all the d different like stresses. You know, he's no longer working. He's being lazy. He's just sitting around. He has he has maids. He has security guards. He has all of the people doing all the chores. He has chefs. He has everything you could ever imagine to make this life of luxury, aka the life of laziness, become a reality. And I think that you know the corporate America and just America as in general and all of the entire world kind of praise this lifestyle, having all the toys and all the material wealth, assets and all of those things, because we have some type of leaderboard in our head of what it means to be number one, to be at the top. It means you need to drive all the nice cars, all of the great things. You need to own them because that's just what we need to do. But it's not what we need to do because toys and tools and all of those little things cannot make us happy. What makes us happy is us. We need to be happy with us, which brings me to the point that there are millionaires out there and billionaires out there that are happy because it's not the money. I promise you, it's not the money that brings them the happiness. It's the joy of being successful, of being able to be proud of their own work and being able to be like joyous for all the things that they have created to help and serve others and to be able to have and raise a great family of people that are humble and understand the, you know, the priority of work ethic and actually making it rather than, you know, just sitting around boasting and bragging about all the money that they have. There's a lot of people that do that. And there's a lot of people that aren't happy because they do that. You know, celebrities, a lot of them kill themselves because they have 
all the money in the world, and they don't really know what to do with it after they get to a certain point. Jim Carrey once said that he wishes that every person could have or understand what it feels like to be rich just to understand how little happiness money can bring you. And it's not something until you experience it that you'll really understand the meaning and the value. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you saying that, you know, I live by this philosophy because obviously I want money. I don't want that stress in my life of having to live paycheck to paycheck and having to worry about if I'm going to make my rent on time or my mortgage on time. I do enjoy money, but I also understand, you know, how evil money can be. And it's not evil in the sense that it's going to attack you, but it's going to, you know, become as easy as a, a stress reliever as money is, it's also a stress adder because it adds a lot of other problems that you won't start facing and start understanding and realizing until you have the accumulation and the abundance of money. So how do we fix this? Well, we fix this in a magnitude of ways. Number one, we need to understand and we need to realize where happiness really comes from. Like I said in that example of you know, the, the, the person that is happy as being a millionaire or billionaire, they're humble. You know, they understand their position. They've understood like what it takes to get to where they are. They don't brag about it. They don't share it all over social media. They're just content and they praise the work ethic and, you know, the growth that they've gotten to that point that has taken them on this journey over the actual money and, you know, the presence of the accumulation of material wealth so that they are still humble and they are still happy. Warren Buffett is a great example of this. For those of you that know Warren Buffett, he's a very accredited investor, has a large, large hedge fund, and he also has you know Berkshire Hathaway. Now, Warren Buffett isn't somebody who boasts or brags or lives above their means, even though he has every right in the world to. He lives the life that he wants, a very simple home, a very simple life. You know, his office isn't super decked out or super expensive. It's just what he likes. He has a great team of people that he works with. He has a great family. And he's a happy person because of it. He doesn't spend his time worrying about what next Louis Vuitton bag he needs to be having or what next Versace suit he's going to be wearing to his next outing. So happiness and joy. You know, we really have to make that distinction. Happiness would be that small hit of dopamine that we get. And joy would be that long form, you know, peace within ourselves and, and you know, being able to be helpful and, and to be able to be of service to the people that we love the most. And we, we get that joy from it. So that's what we're really aiming for is joy over happiness. So money doesn't buy you happiness. It doesn't buy you relationships. Money buys you things and money can show you a, a little bit of status, but you know, when your ego gets involved then that status can easily be revoked and it can easily be taken away because you get too like too high about above life essentially so as much as i like talking to you guys and explaining these theories it won't be until you put these theories into practice that you will really understand just what money can do to you and it's something that i have yet to experience but i i am certain that one day i will be able to experience the great tortures that money can bring but i am not here dissing money because we live in a capitalist society and if you live in any other type of society then uh, I'm hoping that you're all living well. That is it for today's Fast Fact Friday. If you did enjoy, then please leave a rating and review on this podcast. If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is highly appreciated and it allows me to get my podcast out to the people that need it the most because this isn't a sponsored video podcast and it doesn't have any sponsors. So anyway, I love you all very much and I'm glad that you stuck around till the end. 
I will see you all in the next one. Peace.